Man, that Can Jam show in New York City was crazy busy. Yes. We were busy. Probably the busiest. It was probably the busiest. The busiest Can Jam I have ever, I can remember. Mm -hmm. Maybe a little too busy. The seat, there was never, ever a time where someone wasn't sitting down. Most of the day, there were people in line for both of our systems. (laughs) It was crazy. (laughs) When you got three, four people deep, that's crazy. A lot of people had to like keep coming back. It's like, nope, nope, nope. I'm like, well, you're going to have to get in there at some point. Yeah. You're never going to get that. I started knocking here. people over. Yeah. yeah. But anyway, we talked to a lot of good people there. It was great to see everybody. It's been a while. And uh, man, people were enthusiastic. It was great, great crowd. And um, we got people wanted to get our pit photographs with them. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Yeah. I mean, I was like, uh, like uh, I don't know, every hour or so, I was like, wow, I didn't know how popular we were. <laughs> It was kind of cool, though. It was cool. It was cool. People were thanking us for doing this, these videos, and we appreciate you guys. So thanks, thanks for giving us the, you know, the great, the great words. We appreciate yes. that because we do work on this. It's we work on this. It's work, you know. It can be mm-hmm. sure. So we try. We try to give you the best information we can. On that note, I was talking to one of the customers, one of the visitors. And explaining to him how the AB1266 works where, you know, you can move it about your head. It doesn't clamp. And you can actually change the, the acoustic of the headphone by pushing it forward, back, up, down, what have you. And I said, by the way, you know, you could do that with any headphone. You know, I said planers maybe a little more so. But I, I think all of them would vary in different ways. And he's like, I didn't know you could do that. And, you know, and I, I've run into this before, but we never really talked about it where – you take your headphone and move it about your head and change maybe the vocal positioning or a certain instrument like a piano or something. It changes the acoustic of the headphone. Yeah, I would think it would be mainly dependent on how big the ear pads are, really, how much you can move it around. Like well, 66 is pretty big, so yeah. you get a lot more range of motion forward to back and everything. Yeah. So on-ear will be different, True. obviously. The bigger too. the interior, the more, the more move-about room you got. There's probably a pretty large range in how much variation you get from headphone to headphone. And I would imagine some headphones, very minor, if anything, and other headphones can be very major. 1266 is probably one of the more considerable variations you could get, and that's largely by design. But one thing people don't seem to consider is a lot of times how a headphone fits on your head can have a dramatic impact in the performance of the headphone. You can't necessarily treat the headphone as an absolute, like uh, it'll emit the same sound no matter how it fits and sits, because generally speaking, you're enclosing or sealing the uh, the one side of the driver with your ear and your head. So that has a pretty large impact over how much airspace is in there and um, what kind of reflections and, and what kind of acoustic perspective the, uh, the driver is facing. Well, you picture most people when they take a pair of headphones, and I mean... All headphones clamp with the exception of the AB1266. Well, there's well, a couple. The Jekyll and Float yeah, was the, way yeah. back in the day. There's yeah. a few headphones the in the world, in yeah. the, you know, in history. That have, but bottom line is 99.99% of headphones, you go like that and you're done. And you think nothing about moving them around after they clamp. You mm-hmm. know? Other than for comfort, I guess. Maybe if, if it's uncomfortable, you yeah. might. But otherwise, I think for the most part, people just kind of put them on. I don't think nothing about it. So you could actually get variation every time you put them on your head. Yeah, I mean, I know we. Well, do. you probably do. Yeah, know, yeah, right, right. It's how just a question of how much. Yeah. yeah, and you may not think nothing of it, but it's happening. Well, especially if you've been using the same headphone for like a decade, you know, you 
pretty much put them on the same every time, usually. Yeah. You know, you're used to how they feel. We are creatures think. of habit. Yeah, so <laughs> I guess over time with the same thing, you know, you get more consistent. Yeah. We also get ear pad wear and right. things like that, which will cause an impact in how the headphone actually fits, which is one of the reasons why changing ear pads, especially after your ear pads are worn, can be a pretty big difference. Yeah, I mean, it's not just even comfort. It's the fact that they are, all ear pads are made of foam, and foam compresses over time. Right. So it depends on usage, you know. Um, if you use it every day, eight hours a day, expect to wear them out a lot quicker. <laughs> you know, sure. if you throw them in a drawer and listen to them once a month, they'll last forever pretty much. So it just it depends on the usage case for individuals. But, yeah, it's true. I mean, you get variation with your – even from ear pad to ear pads, you could have variations, batches to batches. You know, you get, a, you get an ear pad. If it's a, even if it's the same ear pad that the manufacturer has always had, two years later it might not be exactly the same. It's a piece of foam cut in some manner that could vary by a few millimeters. So even changing it up might, you never know where you're going to go with it, you know. Uh, so anyway, yeah. Bottom line, though, is that's the uh, whole concept here is that try moving the headphone about on your head. Move it back a little bit. Push it forward or up. You know, while you're listening to music. It doesn't take much, really. No. Especially when you see someone else do it. It's like just a... Yeah, tiny. Yeah. Yeah. And you could also fiddle with the vertical adjustment, things like that. Yeah. Um, sometimes you may find where you normally have it set um, may be the best from your perceptual comfort, but on certain headphones, it could have a big impact on the actual sonics if you fiddle with it a little bit. So it's, I think it's interesting to try either way, um, see what kind of impact it has. On some headphones, it's traumatic. On others, not so much, but especially on planar magnetics. They tend to be a bit more sensitive to... Um, pressure to dampening and how it fits and sits on your head is going to change to some extent how much volume is inside the ear well, and also you think about it your your ear has kind of a center zone right where i mean it, it's the yeah. whole the whole pinna is picking up stuff but the driver itself is emitting different frequencies in different portions of mm-hmm. the the diaphragm i mean yeah. the outer part of a diaphragm doesn't do much for bass because it's pinned by an adhesive the middle portion does more to the bottom. And so you think about it, you could change, you know, how your ear picks up that sound relative to the speaker. Yeah, I guess it's the way to, easy way to explain it would be it's kind of like everybody's probably done it on like a two-way speaker. You put your ear, you know, closer to the tweeter, all oh, your right. size, you move it down. Yeah, right. But the further away you get, you get a mix of both. And it's kind of right. the same kind of thing. Yeah, it's how the speak- spectrum blends to you. Yeah. Whether you want a little more highs, you get get more in line with the tweeter relative to your level. Yeah. And if you want less of that more mid-range type sound, you, you would go scrunch yourself down a little bit, go toward the bass driver on a two-way, it's true. You know, or even a two-way four, four standard, what, any speaker that has multiple drivers. Yeah. And it's not that our, that planers have multiple drivers, it's just that different portions of the diaphragm will have different bandwidth capabilities. So it's, you know, it's not full range, the whole thing, the driver's full range, but each individual spot on the thing isn't doing the same. It's a really thing. complicated system because in a lot of headphones like these, especially the driver's quite massive compared to the size of the ear cup and the frame housing and stuff. So the positioning can have some impact over your perception of certain frequencies. Like sound staging. Yeah, imaging. you're going to get a gradient across a driver where different areas of the, the diaphragm are a little bit more efficient at producing certain frequencies. So it's not like it's a wild difference, but you're going to hear more or less the average of that. 
But if you shift the positioning, you could get minor nuance. You could get some differences in the actual, uh, the detection of your ear from the, the, the actual emission of the headphone. Come to think of it, some, you know, come to think of it, actually, if the driver's smaller, like, probably even more particular that you get centered on it because now you have very little right yeah, well, it was yeah. really big yeah yeah be a whole different thing well i'm again. thinking yeah. yeah like a speaker well, or they something both like, impact like, something. A, <laughs> like near field with speakers like i'm thinking remember the like the jet blue ones those little on ears they used to give you on ears are particular yeah. yeah if you didn't like center oh, them, like yeah. you couldn't get that's max volume right in the middle if you moved them a little bit you like yeah. couldn't hear it. the highs went away it was instant mm -hmm. and it's just probably because the driver's probably like you know Five millimeters. Well, yeah, you move it back a little bit, and it's just hitting your earlobe. You know, yeah. it's just like a phone. You're you know, almost blocking. You know? It's the like sound a phone. Phone's a little too, yeah. right. slit on most right, modern yeah. phones. You move it in the wrong place, and well, you, you can barely it. hear yeah. it, or you change the frequency response considerably because it's like hitting your ear somewhere. Yeah. Now that that you're not so much changing the way the the sound stage yeah, is occurring. You're, right. you're completely just wiping out hearing it, <laughs> but but it's kind of similar to that. You know, that's it, an extreme example. Yeah. Obviously, yeah. in a headphone, it's not. Yeah, likely to be quite that significant, but we're talking about minor enough differences here that they are typically quite noticeable, but also not like headphone to headphone. It's probably not going to be night and day, but it's going to be something that you very much can notice if you shift it. I would say it would it would be completely dependent on each individual model of headphone. It, yeah. it just depends on the way the driver's built and you know that whatever kind of structure they have in front of the driver. You know, we happen to have seven slot pattern on most of our, on all our drivers. So it's going to offer a different acoustic than someone that's using a totally different pattern, you know. Right. So. Well, I was just thinking where you might run into big variation is if it's multi-driver headphones. You know, if like they have like a separate tweeter or something in them. Yeah, right. Because then the positioning would be probably more critical. Yeah. Well, what's the one that had the different trace patterns on the one top? Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, uh, Empyrean. The Empyrean, yeah. So, I mean, that would be for, certainly vertical, horizontal would change the, the perspective relative to your ear, yeah. you know. Presumably they mitigated that, though, with the sheer size of the ear cup. Yeah. Well, it's still very. There's no way to avoid it. Oh, of course. Because the driver's just so significantly yeah. big, you know. Yeah. Nothing's ever perfect. There's always know. this gray area in between perfection and reality. Yeah, right. So, you know, anyway... That's something we want to give everyone a little bit of homework. It's a consideration. Next, yeah. next time you wear your headphones, move them about your head and let us know how it changes your perspective on what you hear in the soundstage, the acoustics, and so on. And let us know in the comments. It'd be cool. You know, because we don't really play with other headphones. So it'd be kind of cool to see, like, I mean, some of these headphones might go, like, you know, you move it forward or backwards and go, whoa, the vocals just really are at me now versus, you know, recessed. Or, I mean, you could change the perspective of a piano with, by doing this. So, you know, different instruments. Well, so, the cool you know. part is it's easy to do yeah. and it's free. It's free. <laughs> yes. Yeah, you may find that we just we just made your headphones sound a thousand percent better. Well, I don't know about a thousand. That, probably not a thousand. <laughs> Ten? <laughs> you see some headphones, they have angled drivers or drivers that are shifted. Like the drivers are shifted in, in Diana. Right. There's all kinds of reasoning for it. But yeah, this is primarily the goal. You're trying to get a more uniform experience for all head shapes, ear sizes, and things like that. A little more frontal, uh, a frontal perspective yeah. as, well, as well as you can do on a headphone versus right. speakers where it's always going to have the perspective of you're behind so many rows behind this front stage, right? Because the speaker is always in front of you by eight feet, twelve feet, whatever. Well, unless it's so multi-channel, it's always <laughs> a, the, so the sound is always in front of you. Where headphones, you're 
the best you could do is you're in with the band, you're immersed with the band. But um, well, that's the thing like the 1266 can do too. Like you can you can tow it in and out. You can mm -hmm. actually change front rear perspective on that headphone because it doesn't clamp on you, but not dramatically. Not as much as speakers. Not obviously. as much as speakers. <laughs> You're not going to make it sound like it's eight feet in front of you. No. But, <laughs> but to the ear, you know, it's like even doubling the distance is still more of a frontal perspective, yep. you know? Yep. So it's kind of neat in that respect. But anyway, yeah, try it out. Let us know, everyone. Mm -hmm. Thank you for watching. Subscribe. We got good stuff coming pretty soon. We're going to be talking more about measurements. Oh, boy. Take care.